Welcome to Living Well. I'm your host, Greg Horn, and I'm here to help you live a better life by sharing the leading research, insights, and big ideas in the fields of science and everyday practice that matter most to living well. We respect your time and strive to cultivate your interests in all facets of living well, so each segment will be swift, short, worthwhile, informative, free, and truthful. Today's topic, part of our Living Well series, is the research behind sleeping well, one of the most important and overlooked elements of health. What if I told you there was something you could do for free that required no effort and only took an hour? And what if it was scientifically proven beyond a doubt to improve your mood, make you measurably more productive in your job, help you control your appetite, detoxify your brain, give you better cognitive skills, and might even reduce your chances of getting in an accident? You'd do it in a minute, right? Since we were children, our parents have told us to get plenty of sleep. And time and again, the research is proving mom right. Getting less than eight hours of sleep very quickly impairs our productivity, judgment, health, and even our safety. Insufficient sleep undercuts everything we do in other areas of our lives, health, weight loss, career, and relationships. And yet, as a nation, we have a sleep debt that rivals our national debt. A 2013 Gallup study found that two-thirds of American adults average less than seven hours of sleep per night, and over half of adults under 50 say they would feel better with more sleep. So on average, every night we all get a little deeper into a sleep debt that leaves us groggy, moody, less productive, and more accident-prone. What can we do about this? The good news is that simply getting the right amount of sleep each night can quickly remedy the problem. Getting eight hours of sleep for several nights in a row can rejuvenate your mind and give you better focus. It can also have a profound effect on your body. Many people who find themselves stuck in a rut in terms of fitness, weight loss, and happiness discover that simply getting enough sleep each night helps them break free from their former roadblocks. This makes sense because often it's what's holding us back is exhaustion. Recent research has helped to clear up the mystery of why we sleep. Brain cells have a very taxing function. So much so, in fact, that it appears that they're not able to do their work and clear out the toxic byproducts of their metabolism at the same time. This is different than most other cells in our bodies. Our heart cells, for example, need to keep operating without a break every second in our entire lives. Other muscle cells tend to clear their waste while they operate, except when they're pushed into overdrive by being chased by a big predator or maybe going full out on a spin class. In this overdrive mode, the muscles go full out until we either choose to stop or until too many of these toxic byproducts like lactic acid build up in the muscle and impair its function. Then they need to clear out these wastes after the high intensity exercise is done. This is part of why your muscles are sore after intense exercise. What the very latest research seems to show about brain functioning is that brain cells have such a tough job that they are constantly running in this overdrive mode just by being conscious. The only way to really clear out toxins is for the brain to power down into sleep mode. An entire system of plumbing for rinsing the brain cells of metabolic waste has only been recently discovered, in part because it nearly disappears when we're awake. This is the primary way that the brain clears away neurotoxins, and it works 10 times better while we sleep than it does when we're awake. In addition to 
adenosine and other metabolites, the system has been shown to clear out beta amyloid, a neurotoxin associated with Alzheimer's disease. One understanding of diseases like Alzheimer's is that they are accompanied by an accumulation of beta amyloid into plaques around brain cells. So it's quite possible that the rinsing away these neurotoxins through more or better sleep could play a beneficial role. So one vital function of sleep is to help the brain clear out toxins. It detoxifies like an oil change for your car, and it has similar consequences for going too long between treatments. So how much sleep do we need? Sleeping less than eight hours per night appears to trigger some powerful reactions in our bodies. Recent studies have found that getting just six hours of sleep per night for two weeks makes a person as impaired as someone who has gone for 24 hours without sleep. How impaired is that? Another study found that going over 18 hours without sleep created the same level of cognitive and motor performance impairment as someone who was legally too drunk to drive, someone with a blood alcohol level of over 0.1%. Getting six hours of sleep is clearly not enough. What about seven? Researchers have looked into that too. And while they find less impairment than those who get six hours of sleep, even that extra hour isn't enough to let someone operate at optimum performance. According to one study, each day they get just seven hours of sleep per night, people become less and less able to perform a standard test of alertness and mental focus. This alertness level drops each day for three days until it stabilizes at a lower level than those who get eight hours of sleep a night. So lack of sleep, even one hour less sleep per night, has a measurable effect on our cognitive function, performance, and alertness. Our current level of sleep deprivation is a rev relatively new phenomenon for humans. It's a product of modern life that's rapidly accelerated over just the last few years as new technology has become commonplace. To understand some of these changes, let's take a look at how we used to sleep. Nearly all living things on this planet evolved with a diurnal cycle, the 24-hour cycle of Earth spinning and exposing us to day and night. Plants and animals that adjust to this cycle are said to have a circadian rhythm. This means that the organism adjusts to changes in light, sunrise, sunset, light, and darkness. We naturally go tired at night and wake in the morning. Before kerosene and then electric light made it possible to see and work any time or day or night, our bodies were in perfect sync with the natural rhythm of the sun. The sun would rise, the light would flood us with hormones and tell us to get up and rev our bodies to get ready to go out and face the day, and as the sun set, it would trigger a lowering light, uh, signaling our bodies to start making hormones like melatonin to wind down and prepare for sleep. Melatonin is the main hormone responsible for helping us fall asleep. In addition to being a signaler, melatonin is a powerful antioxidant that may have additional important roles in our health. So producing more melatonin is a very good thing if we want to stay healthy. Throughout millions of years of evolutionary history, we saw a light day and a dark night in generally equal measure, depending on the seasons. When humans mastered fire, many things changed. Suddenly, our ancient ancestors could gather around a fire to stay warm, to cook food, to ward off predators, and to socialize. The firelight had a nice orange glow, which does not interfere as much with melatonin production, certainly not compared to the more blue wavelengths of daylight that we see in a blue sky. In the past hundred years or so since the invention of the electric light, all of this has changed. Today's fluorescent, LED, and other bulb technology offer daylight, meaning bluish light, that signals our body 
not to produce melatonin and prepare for sleep. This is a benefit because it can keep you awake if you work all day in an office with little natural light. But it's not so great in your bedroom at the end of the day when you need to sleep. We may think we're used to it, but sleep deprivation is downright dangerous. When we don't get enough sleep, many changes occur in our bodies, none of them good. First, the brain does not have the ability to clear out the accumulated toxins, so it becomes tired and less effective. Other parts of our bodies also have profound adverse effects. Wound healing decreases. Sleep also has a big impact on fueling the immune system. Studies on animals have shown that depriving them of sleep for just 24 hours reduces their white blood cell count, which is an immune marker, by 20%. In other animal studies, rats kept from sleeping at all died within a couple of weeks. So lack of sleep can even make us fat. With artificial light, especially our new daylight type LEDs, we have clearly bypassed much of our body's evolutionary circuitry related to sleep and the circadian rhythm. This interferes with the regulation of those key signaling triggers of appetite, leptin and ghrelin, which can make us feel much hungrier when we're short on sleep. Many of the greatest minds in history have prized and protected their sleep. The Dalai Lama has called sleep the best meditation. In the next segment, we'll talk about the many benefits of getting enough sleep and practical steps you can take to improve your own sleep. As always, send your questions and comments to us at info at living-well.com and we'll answer them in a future show. You can also join us on Facebook at Greg Horn Living and subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. 